Here we are talking today to Dr. Andrew Jackson and our topic for this podcast is arthritis and joint injections. Dr. Jackson, um, can you tell us about arthritis? Certainly. So arthritis is a general term for um, problems with your joints, uh, whether it be inflammation of the joints or wear and tear and the latter being um, related to the most common type of arthritis, which is osteoarthritis, which uh, in general terms is the wear and tear of the cartilage within your joints, which uh, causes typical symptoms of pain, stiffness, and uh, that can actually be particularly uh, worse in colder, damper weather for some people. So as we're moving to the winter months, if you have arthritis, you might find your symptoms are worse. Um, What can we do with arthritis? So lots we can do. Um, First thing to do, I suppose, is to establish what type of arthritis it might be and if arthritis is present. So that would involve usually a a good full consultation with myself or one of my colleagues um, to go over the background of the symptoms and the history of them, examine the relevant area and then perhaps plan some initial investigations such as x-rays, for example, uh, to support what we think's going on in uh, the given joint. Which joints are mainly affected by arthritis? So most commonly is actually the hip joints, um, and then second most common are the knee joints. And then I think it goes in the order of the, the spine and then the shoulders and then the small joints of the hands and sometimes the feet as well. So is there any avoiding it or if you're going to get it, you're going to get it? So genetic uh, factors are one element of the risk factors for developing osteoarthritis, but it's only uh, a a factor in your uh, predisposition to uh, getting it. And um, if you do have a strong family history, for example, if you've got um, parents or any siblings who've had severe arthritis Uh, diagnosed uh, particularly uh, from their 30s or before um, and uh, you've got symptoms developing in your 30s or before then there is more likely to be the kind of more genetically predisposed either osteoarthritis or, or other type of arthritis which can include things like rheumatoid arthritis but the uh, inflammatory arthritis is generally associated with um, severe swelling, uh, redness, warmth of the joints, morning stiffness, which lasts more than 30 minutes uh, in particular. Um, so um, if you are getting any of those types of symptoms, it would be advisable for you to see a doctor. And uh, we think about doing blood tests, for example, to look for rheumatoid arthritis markers and other inflammatory arthritis markers to decide as to whether you'd need to be seen by a rheumatologist, uh, for example. If it's decided you have osteoarthritis, what kind of treatments um, are there, if any? So there's plenty of treatments uh, for osteoarthritis, uh, which, sorry, I should go back to saying that actually it's um, not only the most common arthritis, but uh, tends to start affecting people typically from their 40s upwards as well. Um, So options uh, include many uh, things to help with your general health. That includes losing losing any excess weight that you may be carrying, which puts uh, extra force through your joints, uh, reducing the amount of impact that you put through your joints um, through maybe changing the type of exercise that you're doing from, for example, running on hard surfaces or even walking long distances on hard surfaces 
to walking or running on softer surfaces or switching to things like the elliptical cross trainer type of machine um, and then also building in other non-impact types of um, strengthening and mobility uh, type of exercise like pilates for example and and or swimming um, and, and then in terms of diet there are uh, emer- emerging pieces of evidence for um, certain dietary things like turmeric for example is thought to help as a bit of an anti-inflammatory for joint pain. Um, There has been a debate about supplements like glucosamine and chondroitin. Um, There is some evidence that it can help some people for short-term pain relief related to osteoarthritis, but they haven't really got the medium to long-term data established, which is why it's not yet recommended by institutions such as NICE, so the National Institute of Clinical Excellence, uh, but certainly probably no harm in patients buying that over the counter themselves and giving it a try. Um, From personal experience, I've got a family history of osteoarthritis uh, and have slightly grindy knees. And uh, I think since um, taking glucosamine and chondroitin, I have felt the benefits of that. Uh, But um, moving on to other options, so exercises, so strengthening the muscles, tendons and ligaments around the joints is known to be one of the most successful ways to manage it in the short, medium and long term and getting physio uh, guidance on that as well can be really helpful Um, and uh, there are pain control medications uh, such as paracetamol and uh, paracetamol with a little bit of codeine which are uh, can be helpful in the short term certainly um, and uh, to enable exercises and mobility to um, move forward and uh, anti-inflammatories so maybe starting off in gel form like Volterol gel has quite good evidence for helping uh, knee osteoarthritis um, and then the tablet forms can help but um, in recent years there's been increasing awareness of the potential issues with those types of medications so that's why it's probably helpful to discuss it with a doctor if if you're not quite sure in advance of trialing those and seeing whether it's appropriate for you Um, and then now talking about kind of additional treatments to add add in so joint injections for example uh, for the knees um, are known to be very helpful things in in the right patients Um, so at my specialist gp we do uh, steroid injections as well as uh, hyaluronin, uh, which is kind of a viscous type material, uh, which is uh, helpful for pe- particularly people who might not have benefited from steroid injections or they might not have worked um, or uh, whether they're not able to have a steroid type of injection for whatever reason. Um, the option really beyond that is to be referring patients to um, orthopaedic knee surgeon specialists to discuss about whether it might have reached the stage where an operation may be of, of benefit. Um, but obviously jumping backwards, sorry, initial investigations such as x-rays can be really helpful as part of an overall assessment by a, a trained doctor. So the assessment is key. And then perhaps if suitable, uh, we can do joint injections here. Is that mainly for knees or is it any joint potentially? So we can do a wide variety of injections here at my specialist GP. Um, and that would include pretty much every joint or region would be considered perhaps except for anything spinal. So anything spinal, we'd be referring you on to a, a specialist for an initial assessment and to see whether that would be a helpful thing to consider. Um, but certainly knees, um, thumb-based joints, 
um, tendons around the wrist, including something called de Quervin's tenosynovitis, um, and then uh, carpal tunnel syndrome, which affects the nerve running through the wrist canal. Uh, those are injections we can do here. Uh, probably the other exception would be the hip joint, which is usually done under imaging guidance, so, but we could refer you on to a specialist for that if that was ever to be required. And with any joint injection, is there a long recovery time? So typically we tend to advise patients not to drive for at least two hours after any injection. To rest the injected area for about two days as much as possible. That doesn't mean sitting totally immobile or lying totally immobile. It means just not going on too strenuous activities like prolonged walks or even running, for example, if it's a, a knee or a, or a hip injection. And um, then usually we advise you to relatively rest for a week or two afterwards. And that just means slowly returning to your normal full activity. And the reason for saying that is actually to try and minimise the chances of any side effects uh, and also maximise the chance of the benefits of the injection to reduce pain and allow further mobility. OK, that's great. Thank you for the information.